but moving on. Did the microphone kick me? I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my friends are horrible people. Yes, Cam had a very bad game. Can we get that on tape? Get that overrated piece of crap out of this conversation. <laughs> are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning to. Big time Timmy Jim, Chris Sale, Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. Hello and welcome to another episode of Late Night Shots. It's Chris and Alex tonight. I actually got somebody joining me, which will be I'm nice. Back. How's it going, buddy? I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> we got a little excited before the podcast, started watching The Mandalorian. Good so far. And then Disney was like, eh, we have way too many 30-year-old men trying to watch a show on Disney right now. So we crashed. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Couldn't plan that one out a little bit better. Yeah. You know? Actually, it's probably more like 50-year-old men watching it, but. Or just everybody. Everyone. Everybody. Yeah. That's actually not the mulligan, even though it kind of could be. Just another giant streaming service or anything coming out and crashing. Mm -hmm. But uh, we actually got two mulligans tonight. And we'll start with the original one that we had, which is a report came out that the Astros were stealing signs during the 2017 World Series. And not just like people in the dugout figuring it out, which to me, that's okay. That's okay. But that they had a video feed piped into the, a monitor near the dugout to decode signs and relay them to hitters during games. That's not okay. No, that's uh, Tom Brady level cheating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so 2017 center field camera is what was hooked up, and Mike Fires, who pitched for them during that time, who's now in the A's, he came out and said that that's how it was set up. Not good. No, that's not good. That's, that's there's going to be some uh, trouble, I think. Yeah, like they're not going to strip them of. Eh, that'd be crazy. That would be crazy. I yeah, I don't think they'll strip them, but I think they might. Hey, that means the Dodgers would actually win a World Series. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but they might lose some. I don't know. Did they take draft picks in baseball? Yes, because the. There's, it was involving the Astros. I think it was the Astros. Yeah. might have been the Cardinals. There was someone like hacked into a team's scouting profiles or something. Or maybe they, yeah, they left the team and went to another team and like took the information with them. And it cost them a second round draft pick in yeah. like a half a million dollars or something. Last year? Year before? I think it happened a well, few years yeah. ago and then the punishment was handed down. So, so it's so another – yeah. So it's an X – no, they were in the NL West before. But yeah, just not not good. No. And yeah, I think you're on the same page as me where if you're in the dugout or if you're a fielder and you figure something out, that's okay. Yeah, as long as it's, you know. Because that's not using something extra. No, you can't just use cameras. Yeah, that's that's not cool. It's like, was the Blue Jays? They had the, the guy in center field. He'd like relay signs with the binoculars or the shirt no. colors or something yeah. like that. Like, stuff like that, not okay. No. Like, that's obvious cheating. But if you're on second base and you notice the sign, then that's fine. Yes. Yeah. That's I, part of the game. I remember stuff where we were playing growing up where, like, you notice the coach on the other team giving signals. So it's like, hey, first name fastball, last name breaking ball. Stuff like that. Yeah. Or, like, you, or you see the guy at second base, you know, he's got his hands on his hips one time and then on his knees. Yeah. So. Stuff like that's okay. Yeah. But stuff where you're – Obviously cheating, using an outside source, it's not okay. No. But is it the most embarrassing thing? I say it's not because 
Kentucky lost tonight in college basketball to a team called Evansville. Had you ever heard of Evansville? Um, no. Neither had I. Um, would you like to guess what they like? What their team is like? Kentucky's the Wildcats. What do you think Evansville is? The Whiskies. I Since wish Evans was <laughs> that, that'd be, that'd be good. the purple aces. Yeah. Definitely never heard of them. Before. No, that's an interesting choice. Yeah. And you told me the, uh, the point spread in this one before the game. Yeah. 25 points. That's so much in basketball to lose by. It's insane. Yeah. Like, and it was close the whole game. Evansville was up by four at halftime. outscored them by one in the second half and one by three. Kentucky was supposed to be like this. They're number one. Super, like, yeah. yeah. I also saw something about this was the first time. I thought it said ever, which seems crazy, but at least the first time in a really long time that the number one seed had lost twice in November in college basketball. Like the oh, two different, two yeah, different ones. Because Kentucky, I think, did they beat Michigan State or was it Kansas that beat Michigan State? One of those two. I don't remember. I don't remember which one it was. I thought. I think. Oh, yeah. Kentucky beat Michigan State because Duke beat Kansas. Right? I think that's what it was. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't see much college basketball. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky's supposed to be super good, but just did not happen. And this Evansville team, who. Good for them, I guess. They're 2 0. They're number one. <laughs> New number one team. <laughs> Uh, they should do that. They should put them up in the way up there just because. Hey, they beat a number one. They shouldn't be higher than any team that hasn't beat a ranked team. Yeah. By default. They beat Ball State by four. It's a, it's a known team. Yeah. Not necessarily good, but known. No. I'm trying to look for who their next good team is on their schedule. Um, still going. Oh, they play Brad. I think that's supposed to be Bradford. Yeah. But, probably. uh,. That's funny. Oh, they play Brad. They play Drake. They play Val. They play lots of people. That's interesting. Yeah, that's uh, it's pretty embarrassing. Yeah, that's that's one you want to forget about. Yeah, I think uh, Calipari and the West of the Wildcats want a mulligan. If you want to take advantage of your mulligan, you can head to Homestead Farm and Golf in Linden, Washington. Mention displace. Dang it, I did it again. <laughs> Three, two, one. Head to Homestead Farm and Golf in Linden, Washington. Mentioned late night shots for a free small bag of range balls. Good thing I have this in front of me and I'm reading it and I still messed it up. Uh, now that we're into the winter months, you can get some cheaper golf with less daylight, but they're still trying to get you guys out there. They're going to have some fun leagues, mini tournaments coming up during the winter. So make sure to head to Homestead for all your golfing needs. It's twice now I've done it. I'm disappointed. It wasn't even Brad here to distract me. <laughs> I mean, I can start distracting. Maybe that's the problem. No, please don't. It was nice, though. I got to say the running back for the Lions. <laughs> I heard. I listened. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's good. Uh, I didn't know what to do. It was confusing. Anyway. <laughs> so, for the recaps this week, uh, we'll go with four games. Is there one you want to start out with, or you just want to kind of go from the top? and Just most days, Ooh. this is just a grip. Like this is just a curve. Now I know what Brad talks about when you're on the same page for five minutes and the <laughs> ad pops up. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that was just a curve. It was a nice curveball. Curve uh, oh, 
the Astros told me it was a curveball. I, I should have seen it coming. I don't know. Where's the cameras? It's right there. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for the first game of the week, we're going to recap Ravens Bengals, and Lamar Jackson is straight out of a video game. Yeah, it's like the old Michael Vick. Yeah, and so you saw you saw the play, right? The, the spin move. Yeah. So he hits him with the juke, and it's like, oh, that that's a nice move. And then instantly, bam, spin move, two guys. It's like, oh, that's dirty. That was that was, that was a pretty good one. Yeah. And to see a quarterback do that and actually be throwing the ball well at the same time. Yeah, he's not like just yeah. Cam Newton in it. <laughs> but I was looking at Michael Vick's stats today, and you think of Vick like – the running quarterback when he was in Atlanta, right? More mm-hmm. than Philly. Yeah. He never threw for over 3,000 yards in the season in Atlanta. I would have thought a little more than that. But I figured he would have had like a 3,400 yard season. Yeah, somewhere in there. Never, I wouldn't say four ever, but. No. But so his, his second season in the league, he threw for 2,900 yards and ran for 750, um, somewhere around there. And that was in a full season. And like this is supposed to be the most athletic quarterback ever, and then you're looking at Lamar, who's already over two thousand yards through nine games and has six hundred and eighty yards rushing or something like that. So he's already almost matched Vic's stats from that season. Yeah. And he's still got seven games left. Some, the team's got some uh, work to do to figure out how to stop him because yeah. no one's been able to do it yet. No, and and it's so difficult with. All the packages they run, whether it's the three tight end package, where or, they're leaving like defensive tackles unblocked, yeah, or the Heisman package, which it was so <laughs> cool. It's like, oh, that's awesome that they actually call it that. <laughs> yeah, and how long until they break out? Say it's the Heisman package, or even just him and RG three in the backfield, where they run an option and he pitches it to RG three and then he throws it downfield. Oh, I don't think it takes long. It's gonna happen, right? Are oh, they just yeah. saving it for the playoffs? Yeah, they're saving it for when they need it. Yeah, gotta use use them a bunch so they don't. Yeah. I was a little worried. I was talking to Landon about this. I think that this could have been a trap game because the Ravens went Patriots, Bengals, Texans. It's like one of those teams is not like the others. Yes, this could have been. Also, could also Bengals are that bad. Yeah. I was worried it was going to be a trap game. The first time they played the Bengals, they only won by six. But it was an opening kickoff return and then a garbage time touchdown. Yeah. But, but no, no worries about it this time. No. Uh, they won 49-13. to 13. I think that was like the only blowout. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, oh, this game's over. Every other game's like right in there. It was like the start of the fourth quarter. The Ravens were up by 39, I think. And the other six games, the point differential combined was like 23 or something like that. So they were one and a half times as many points ahead of all the other teams. Yeah. It was a very weird week. Yeah. Well, like you were talking about earlier with the pick'ems. Yeah. The, for the podcast. Five. was the most. <laughs> five. So the winner went five and eight this week. It's bad. Because the one week I was perfect. Yeah. You were. I'm just saying. I had to throw that out there. Yeah. I think last place was like 12 and two or something. Yeah, it was a very... <laughs> But easy week, I guess. It has been weird weeks because I think the week before that was only one underdog one. And then, like, the week you went perfect, it was every home team one besides the London game. Something like that. It was two two weird weeks in a row. Yeah, it wasn't a tough week to pick. No. It was just... 
But this week was definitely a tough week. Yeah. And one of those games that people did not expect to come down to the way it did was Chiefs-Titans. Yeah. Like if the Titans were going to beat the Chiefs, you'd think it would be 20-17, to 17, something like that, right? Yeah, a little rust from Mahomes or something. But. Yeah. But the Titans put up 35 points on the Chiefs. And I'm glad Brad's not here because Tannehill, he finished with a good game. He didn't start with a good game. But he is now tied for second or maybe in third for fourth quarter comebacks on the season already. That's funny. He has three <laughs> fourth quarter comebacks in the four games he started. Because he's not, played five games. I don't know if you can give him all the credit, though. No. He I didn't. Don't. He had 181 yards. Yeah. They The running back had more yards. Yeah. Because Henry had a nice game. What did he go, 188? 188. Yeah. He had more rushing yards than they had to run. <laughs> and, uh, Against that Chiefs team, who I think they're dealing with some injuries on their defensive line. So when that's the case against that giant dude, like if you let him get up ahead of steam, that's like Marshawn Lynch style. Yeah. He's, he's going to start running through people. Just run, run you yeah. over. Um, but this game, it really came down to special teams because the Chiefs could not figure out their kicking situation. And it had, it's bitten the Titans in the season so far where – they had that Cairo Santos game. I think they missed a short field goal or a PAT in this game. Um, but so I think it's the fourth quarter, and the Chiefs are up. What would it be? Thirty-two to twenty-seven. Yeah, thirty-two twenty-seven. The Chiefs are up, and they go to kick a field goal. And did you see this play? No. And it looked like the long snapper snapped it before the holder signaled him to because it just kind of hit the long snapper in the feet or it hit the the holder in the feet. So he just had to pick the ball up and like chuck it away. So they didn't get to kick the field goal, which would have put them up by eight. Does that count as a missed field goal? No, because there's no attempt. Okay. Yeah. Because um, they did miss one too. So yeah, that was later. So the Titans drive down and score, and then they get the two-point conversion to go up by three. So that field goal is pretty important. Yeah. So then the Chiefs drive back down the field and they get in field goal range. And this was a big deal on social media. And did the Titans guy jump off sides? Supposedly the Chiefs have a tell in their their field goal attempt that they do some particular motion and then they snap the ball. So you can tell when it's going to be snapped. <laughs> and you watch it and it looks like the guy on the Titans, where if you're watching from the field goal post, far left guy, where he, it looks like he jumps because he's across the line before anybody else moves. But then if you watch him and the ball, they move at the same time. It's just the the offense is going off the audio of it. Mm-hmm. Like you hear snap or you hear hut or whatever. Yeah, they're always going to And then you move. Yeah. yeah. So you watch it and he has a time. Like he sees the motion and goes and the ball gets snapped at the same time. So he gets in there and he blocks the field goal game over. So that was the miss. It was a blocked field goal for the Titans to win the game. So that drops the t- or the Chiefs to six and four. four. Six and four? No. Five and four? Have they had their bye yet? Six and four. Okay, so they haven't had their bye yet. So they must no. have their bye Maybe. next next week. Do they have a week twelve bye? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Because I know, what is it, like Green Bay and Seattle have a bye this week with a couple other teams, I think. Yeah, I don't know exactly yeah. who does. All right, so, yeah, so Kansas City drops to 6-4. and four. They only have a one-game or one-and-a-half-game lead in the division. Half-game lead in the division? Raiders are 5-4. and four. Um, Yes. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Kansas City 6 and 4, Raiders are 5 and 4. So the Chiefs only have a half game lead in that division. Yeah, and it's to the Raiders, which is The Raiders are looking decent. Kind of crazy cuz everyone thought they were a last place team. Yeah, and that's the game we'll go to next cuz that Chargers Raiders game actually had a lot of meaning. Um so heading into the game, you got 4 and 4 Raiders versus 4 and 5 Chargers. So the winner is going to be within a game of the Chiefs. Because the Chargers would be five and five, the Raiders would be five and four, and it ended up being a really good game. Um, Raiders won twenty six to twenty four. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, right there. I don't know what it is about the Raiders, but they look—they're just always in the game. Like they don't look great. No, like you never see any big highlights on them. They no. just kind of. Derek Carr is not getting sacked too often because a lot of his passes come out very quick. Um, he was sacked three times, but only for 18 yards, so they're all short sacks. None of those big 12-yard ones that yeah, would... that really affect you or hurt you. Um, 21 for 31 with only 220 yards, so about seven yards per attempt. Jacobs only averages 4.4 on the ground on 16 carries. So they didn't do a lot. No, like none of their stats look great. It's like, how do you win? Because they kept... Picking off Rivers. <laughs> um, Rivers almost threw... Was was he almost threw interceptions on three straight passes, I think is what it was. But, like, two of them were called back. He could have thrown, like, six interceptions this game. But they kept getting called back due to penalties. Yeah, he did not have a good game. No. Uh, Melvin Gordon did, though, which was kind of surprising. He went for over 100 yards. I don't think he he had one one decent catch too. So Gordon put in a good game, which is kind of his first good game of the season. Yeah, kind of. I think uh, I think he's been struggling, whether it's the offense or just him. But he finally goes over 100 yards. Uh, he's up to 300 yards on the season. I'm trying to pull up his game log here. You want to shot Mac Weldon right now? No, I don't want to do shot Kevin Costner. Be quiet. He, he's been okay. Yeah, he had 80 last week yeah. on 20 carries, but. That's not bad. It's really weird that these ads are popping up now because the weeks I've done it by myself, I just leave it on the ESPN schedule page. Nothing. I just bring out the ads. You do. That's, that's impressive. <laughs> but anyway, the Raiders end up winning. Uh, their defense is looking good. Um, what is it? Clellan. Is that his name? Clellan Farrell. The guy they took in the first round out of Clemson, the defensive lineman. He's been playing pretty good. He's kind of trying to fill that Khalil Mack role. Being the edge rusher, rusher, which is difficult to do, but yeah, it's hard to find one. Yeah, <laughs> but hey, they ended up finding one. Um, yeah, he had a couple sacks. Yeah, I mean, two and a half in this game. Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, does is Carl Joseph still on the Raiders? I know I should know this. I think he yes, is. Yes. Okay, he's out for the season. Uh, with he's on IR with an ankle injury. Oh, so, so that's a big blow to the Raiders secondary. To have maybe your best secondary guy go down. Um, Man, there's plenty of good safeties and free agents still. That's true. Isn't Eric Berry still? Berry. I Ooh. think there's another one, too, that, that I'm drawing yeah. a blank. But. but Eric Berry makes sense because if you are – like, he's with the Chiefs for a long time. They stood by him through the cancer and the injuries. 
to replace him with Honey Badger, not bring him back, even just to help out, be a veteran. Like, to go in division to a team that's only half game back. Yeah. It's got to be pretty tempting. But I could I could see him going there. Yeah, that'd be To a... fill the spot. <laughs> so, Raiders won this game by two. Uh, just a half game back. And another team that's only a half game back, it's your Hawks. The Seahawks. With the one of the best Monday night games of the year. Yeah. Yeah. One of the best games of the year. Was, I don't know. So Seattle has won two Monday night games because the other team's kicker cannot make field goal. Because the Rams game. Yeah. Because if the other kicker makes it, the game's over. Because both of the Rams one was with no time left. And the 49ers one was after the Hawks had already had a possession in overtime. Right? Or no, it was at the end of regulation still. Because he missed it and it went to overtime, right? Is that what it was? Yeah, I think it was. I, I think it was. Because they drove down, called timeout. That's right. They drove down, called timeout to freeze him. And then he kicked and just pulled it hard. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, oh, it must have got tipped. Nope. No, just chased it yeah. hard. <laughs> yeah. So the Hawks end up winning this but game. But he is a He was a rookie, rookie. 15? Is that what they said? Yeah, like he got brought in this week because gold, gold yeah. got hurt. But it's his fifteen this season. Yeah, because he keeps getting brought in as yeah. as like an injury replacement and Yeah. I mean he was he did well the because he was three for three up till then, which was kind of surprising. None of them were easy kicks. They were all forty yarders. Like forty three. Yeah, they're all like good they're dishes. decent kicks. Um, only, that was only his second miss on the year. Yeah, so that's not bad. No, not like he has a lot, though. Yeah. He's played three games. Okay. Two for two, two for one, and then the four for three. Don't do it. But he had a 50-yarder. Yeah. Not really bad. Um, now about the kicker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you were talking about it before we started. Um, so overtime was just – overtime was crazy. I, I couldn't imagine if you were, like, a diehard fan of one of these teams – because so first of all you have the controversy with what did Geno Smith call heads or tails? Personally, I, it sounded like he called whatever it was. That was fine. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't really. Yeah. So Seattle gets the ball. Really didn't matter because yeah, every team got the ball. Well, if you score a touchdown, the game's over. Yeah. But did they score a touchdown? They should have. But they didn't. Nobody did. So. Yeah. But so Seattle gets the ball. They drive down the field, and Russ throws his. First red zone interception yeah. against the Niners, I think is what they said in his career. Yeah, so what's yeah, that, yeah. like 24 games or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Um, and I wouldn't say it was a terrible interception. It was more of a good play by the defender. Just a little underthrown. Yeah. yeah. It did look like there was space to throw the ball higher. Yeah, you just get a little bit more yeah. of that arm. And if he gets it over that guy, it's the second – Straight week for what's the Titans' name for the Hawks? Uh, I don't know anymore. I have it. Hollister. Yeah, it's the second because it was to him, right? Yeah, I think so because he had seven another good game. Yeah, so it would have been the second straight overtime game-winning catch for Hollister, and instead the Niners pick it off, um, drive down the field. They can't do anything with it, right? Yeah, they can't do anything with it. They give it back to the 
Did he miss the field goal in overtime? Now I'm just confused. Um, I don't think he did. Yeah. McLaughlin shanks game-winning field goal attempt in overtime. Okay. Oh, because he made the field goal to send it to overtime. Yeah, that was the one. Okay. okay. That's yeah, why I'm confused. confused. I was like, I know there's field goals at the end. All right. So they drive down. They get in field goal range, and he misses it bad, like we were talking about. Like, he pulled it 20 yards to the left. Yeah, at least. Yeah. So then Seattle with only, what, three minutes on the clock, I think? Right around there? They drive down the field and get to the 25-yard line or so. And here's what you were talking about before was they maybe could have run another play to get closer, but without any timeouts left. Well, no, they punted it at two minutes. They gave the ball back the Niners. Is that what it was? Yeah, and then the Niners tried to score okay. and gave it back. Like, I don't remember, was it like within a minute? I don't know. It was just a crazy... Yeah, they hit the ball for, for 30 seconds, and That's then they put it right back. It's like, uh, maybe you should run the clock a little bit more. Yeah. They could have they, they could have played for the tie. Well, that, I think at that point, you play for the winner of the tie. You don't give them the ball back at all. Yeah, you just... Go for it, right? But anyway, but I don't. I wouldn't say Russ had a good game, but he had a good enough game, right? Because it's not um, like he looked great. No, he was. He was. He was average. He was okay. Yeah. But they have a. They were going against a really <coughs> good defense in the Niners, which is yeah. kind of like the reason why they keep winning. Yeah, the Niners front seven is really good. They had what three or four sacks on third down. Yeah, five total. Yeah. yeah, I think they lead the league in sacks on third down. Uh, coming into this game, they had 16. So they had three or four more this game. <laughs> uh, the one sack was insane where the Niners D-tackle <laughs> just shoved the center over like right away. It's like when your kid stands in front of you and you just kind of push them and they fall like, over. What think that's here. what it looked like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the one where the, he got sacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it looked like he handed the ball off. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm like, no, he's not with it. Okay. I legit thought that, I think it was Jermaine Effetti. Yeah. Right? Well, or was it him or Uwe Potty? I don't know. One of the big guys. Yeah. <laughs> Where it really did look like he took it out of Russell Wilson's hands. Like, what are you doing? Well, first of all, that guy just needs to go down. As soon as you get the ball, just drop. Yeah. Just go down. Yeah. What was it TJ always said? Fat guy shouldn't run with the ball? Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> It's not like the movies. Just go no. down. Because that that was a turning it could have been the turning point in this game because it was twenty one to ten at that point, I think. Yeah. And it looked like Seattle had complete control. They'd scored twenty one straight points. Yeah, because it was ten nothing San Fran at the end of the first. Seattle scores seven, scores fourteen. So heading into the fourth, it's twenty one to ten. It, it looks like it's all Seattle. And yeah, then that happens and it's like, oh yeah. my goodness, we've got a game now. But yeah, it was it was a straight defensive game. It was a J- Jadavion Clowney game. Yeah, he, he was just game. in the backfield all game. He's kind of been that way all year, but never getting any credit for it. He got a little bit more tonight. But. Yeah, and I think they said something about it on the the broadcast that he'd been in the backfield all season. It was just this was the first like or the biggest game he's had because he was actually like affecting the play yeah. instead of just being near it. Yeah, this it ended up being the game of the week, right? It had to be. Yeah, I think so. 
Because just with what was on the line and the Niners being undefeated so far. Because if Seattle loses this game, they're two and a half games back of the Niners, right? Because they'd be seven and three and San Fran would be nine and oh. Yeah. Instead, they're only a half game back. Yeah, and it makes it really tough for the Rams. Yeah. The playoffs now. And I guess that's what we can talk about. Or, yeah, like the playoffs is. It's going to be crazy in the NFC because you have this. The Rams are five and four. Yeah. So they are two and a half games back. Well, two games back in the wild card. Or no, only a game and a half back because the Vikings are seven and three. Seven and three, yeah. But it's, it's a lot of ground to make up. Yeah. And I guess we'll we'll start with this one first. But um, Landon Seisma asked on Facebook, for the Niners and the Hawks, who ends up winning the division? And I went with the Hawks. You think it's going to be the Hawks? I'll go with the veteran quarterback. Yeah. The guy who he wants his first MVP because he doesn't have one yet. Nope. Um, I don't I don't know if it's probably – it's deservedly so where he probably doesn't – No, he shouldn't he's, have one yet. Quite, yeah. And he's probably not going to get it this year yeah. either. With well, some he, other... He's probably – he might be the front runner right now. It's kind of tough. Yeah, it's all up in the air. It's too yeah, soon. Yeah. Um, but then you, the Niners—they've—they've they've looked good. They've—I the Hawks have won a bunch of close games too. But that yeah, that's kind of how they always have. Yeah, they—we've talked about it before. They yeah. play to the level of their competition. Where they'll beat the the Bengals by three. They'll beat, but they can beat the Niners by three. Yeah, doesn't matter who you're playing. They're going to beat them by no. three. And I don't know if it's. If it's a Pete Carroll thing, but they just always seem to win the close game. I think they just like to make games exciting. I think he does it on purpose. Maybe he's a secret <laughs> genius gambler. He's always like, no, nah, it's going to be a one-score game. Like, one score. That's how I'm making my money. <laughs> um, not the millions I'm making as a coach. No. no. <laughs> what is nice is that the NFL did something right where if everything plays out correctly, you have an incredibly important Week 17 game because these teams play in Week 17. Yeah, it'll be for probably the division, I think. Yeah. And that's where Seattle winning this game was huge because if they come into that game still a game behind, then it's the winner wins the division. Yeah. Which is is always nice. Yeah. Instead of that last week, it's like, yeah, If it doesn't matter, yeah. Where if the Niners had a one-game lead, and they had the tiebreaker. They could just rest everybody, and it wouldn't matter if they lost because yeah. they still won the division. Yeah. But so in, for this one, it's it's going to be big. The Hawks have. I think both these teams have tough um, schedules coming up. You know, let's see, the Hawks have Eagles, Vikings, Rams, Panthers, Cardinals, Niners. So only one under five hundred team, and the Cardinals who actually look they've pretty been good. feisty. And they got another running back, so that's helping them out too. Yeah. So that's there's no yeah. tough or easy games there. Yeah. So, so then the Niners have the Cardinals, but then they have Packers, at Ravens, at Saints, Falcons, Rams, at Hawks. So, so theirs isn't easy either. Falcons, but who, who knows with that? That was weird. Yeah, I know you probably don't want to talk about that, but uh, no, all right, I won't make I'm it. I blame the refs. All right, every fine. time I looked at it, it was another penalty on the Saints. I don't that's fine. You deserve to be able to be mad at the refs. Everything's the refs' fault forever now. Yeah, that's fine. It's understandable. <laughs> Until they win us the Super Bowl. <laughs> they already did. 
against the Vikings. That high-low on Favre should have been a penalty. It wasn't. Saints got to go and play the Colts in the Super Bowl, and they won. Monday. Monday. <laughs> no. You didn't expect that. Right. So, so you got a crazy wild card in the NFC with the fact that a 7-3 and three team has a game-and-a-half lead in the wild card, right? I think that's what it is. The Vikings are 7-3. and three. Uh, Playoffs. Here we go. So Vikings are seven and three. They got a game up, mm-hmm. game and a half up on the Rams. But then in the AFC, you have. Do you know who the sixth seed is in the AFC without looking, or do you already look? I already, already looked. looked. Yeah. The Steelers like are the looking. sixth seed right now. Yeah, it's kind after of, that was kind of surprising. So you know why? Minka. Minka. Yeah. <laughs> so longest win streak in the NFL right now is the Ravens with five. Steelers have the second longest with four. Which is weird. It is weird. Because they were 1-4, and four and they've gone 4-0 and oh in their last four games. I still don't know how they keep winning, though, either. Like, I don't... It doesn't seem like they should. Like, they beat the Colts by two, I think, I think because a... Brissett went out right away, and no T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. So, so they got lucky there, and they just keep barely winning these games. I don't know if it's the defense. Oh, it's the defense. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't know if it's the defense or coaching or both. Well, but... it's Mika. Yeah. Because he's had, he's had basically his stats look just as good as this last seven games. Since he got traded there? Six games. Uh, I don't remember what week he got traded, but uh, basically he's had the same stats, like interceptions and all that, yeah. that he had the whole time in Miami. Wow. I think I saw that. So I guess what I wanted to ask you is, do you are there any dark horses you see that could make the playoffs? Either side. Because there's one that I think, which last year, they were your team last year, not so much this year. I'm not sure. Because to me, the Browns are the team you need to watch out for. They're 3-6 and six right now. They've had the hardest strength of schedule in the NFL so far this year. <laughs> Guess what their strength of schedule is for the rest of the year? The worst. Second easiest. So they have the second easiest schedule the rest of the way. And with five and four as the sixth seed, and then the Bills, who they're like the one of the five worst six and three teams in NFL history or something like that. Like they should not be no, six right. and three. They've had the easiest schedule. I think it's the easiest schedule in football. It's one of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, it is. Oh, second easiest schedule in football. Next to the Patriots? Behind the Cardinals. Cardinals? That doesn't make sense. Oh, no. I'm looking at strength of victory, not strength of schedule. Uh, yeah, I think I think the Bills have had one of the easiest strength of schedules. Here we go. Now that I'm looking at the right one. Yeah, they have the easiest schedule so far. Patriots are second. Um, so it's only going to get tougher for the Bills. So you could say the Bills are going to fall out of it. So the Browns are really only two games back. In the playoffs with two spots available. And if you don't have a team that you think could make a dark horse, we could just jump right into that Browns game on Thursday night against the Steelers. All of a sudden, it's a big game. Yeah, kind of. Like you would think at the beginning of the year, it's like, oh, hey, Browns-Steelers Thursday night. Like that should be a good game. Those two teams could be battling for the division lead at the beginning of the year. Yeah, beginning of the year. And then like two weeks later, you're like, oh, well, these teams suck. Yeah, what was it? (laughs) 
week five, week six, right in there, you have the one and four Steelers and the two and three Browns, right? Because the Browns were, yeah, I think the Browns were two yeah. and two, and then they lost four and or lost three, something like that. So they're three and six now. But if they win, they're a game back of the Steelers with the tiebreaker, and they're getting close to the playoffs. And with the easy schedule, could the Browns make a legit run at the playoffs? They can. So, so real quick, we'll we'll go through their schedule. You tell me wins and losses. Steelers. Uh, in Cleveland against the Steelers. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's really tough. So you just want to go with they split against the Steelers? Yeah. Play. Okay. Yeah, okay, we'll split it. Dolphins. Should win. Bengals. Should win. Cardinals. Uh, it's a 50-50 uh, game. Okay. Ravens. Should lose. Bengals. Win. So that's 5-2 and two the rest of the season. So they could go 8-8. Eight and eight. So if something goes their way and maybe they sweep the Steelers, they take another one from the Ravens, it's, it's not crazy to say they could get to 9-7. and seven. Yeah, they could. Even 8-8 eight and eight might make the playoffs because you just have a giant jumble of teams <laughs> where the Browns are, yeah, they're two games out and they're the 13 seed right now. So it's a lot of teams that are close. Mm-hmm. A lot of Right at 500, just over. Yeah. Just under. So I I think they have a decent chance to make it to the playoffs, which it's crazy, but. Yeah. Right? They got a shot. I don't see. Yeah, if they can keep their heads together. Yeah, that's going to be the big thing, which is what everybody said before the season. Yeah, they kind of. I think we were all mostly in agreement here where we thought it was too many personalities, right? Yeah. Because you were lower on them this year than last year. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Last year you were 10-6 with them. Yeah, made them playoffs. And this year you were 8-8. Eight and eight. Maybe 9-7 and seven missing the playoffs yeah. or something. Yeah. Well, either way, you'll be right by picking them to not be 10-6 and because I doubt they're going 7-0 and oh the rest of the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I don't really see any other super dark horse teams making the playoffs. You don't see Broncos? No. Nah. Going to the rookie or at some point and no. making the run? No, I do not. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then over in the NFC, I, I can't really say that any of the five and four teams would be dark horses because you're over 500 right now. Yeah, and they're all. Most are supposed to be good. Yeah. Panthers are the only ones that. Even people some people. Questions. Yeah. yeah. I guess the one team you would want to talk about in the NFC is the Bears. Do you think the Bears have enough? But I I don't think they no. do anymore. Their quarterback just plays just bad. I don't know what happened to him. Last year he looked good. I think he's good done. enough. You know who's quarterbacking next year for them? Cam Newton. Yeah. Yeah. Well, running back quarterback. Hybrid, <laughs> whatever you call it. <laughs> That's all good. They can just get, yeah, Cordero Patterson and Cam Newton and Tariq Cohen. You just got a whole bunch of guys who are playing positions they shouldn't be playing. <laughs> Oh, that'd be fantastic. You're welcome, Landon. Um, yeah, I, I don't see a big dark horse other than the Browns. <laughs> Miami and New York definitely aren't going to do it. What? <laughs> I, I did see a joke that uh, Miami fired Brian Flores because he was winning too many games. <laughs> yeah, he's won two in a row. What are you oh. doing? 
Which the Bengals have just got to be celebrating, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, do you think the Browns or the Steelers take it on Thursday night? Thinking Browns. I think so too. I think I don't. I don't trust the Steelers at all, and I no. don't know how Connors is going to do. And uh, it sounds like he's he's healthy now. Is he back? Yeah. Because okay. so I didn't see the report for today, but Monday's report, even though they don't have practice, they're supposed to file like a legit injury report still, and he was listed as a would be full participant. Must have cleared concussion. No, his was shoulder. Oh, I thought he. Had- no, James Conner hurt his shoulder at the end of the game oh. two weeks ago. I said someone else. Yeah. Right. So it looks like he's going to be playing, which is good so, because they've needed him. Yes. Because yeah. Jalen Samuels can catch the ball, but he can't do anything else. No, he's not. A, he's not a running back. Yeah. He's a receiving back. Yeah. So we'll move to, I guess, the other team we thought maybe could do it was, but it's a, it's an important game because if the Bears lose to the Rams, they're definitely done. Because they'll be down to four and six. Yes, they'll be done. Yeah, and I guess even if like if the Bears win, then you have two teams at five hundred, which they both have a long ways to go. Like neither one of these teams can lose more than one game. You'd have to say maybe the Bears can't even lose a game. Yeah, yeah, they lose and they're pushing to even get close. I guess the Bears could lose a game. The Rams could lose a game or two. But you're going to need at least 10 wins to get into the playoffs. Yeah, Bears lose. I don't think they can really no. come back. Because you're not going to catch the Packers who are 8-2 and two unless they have some kind of crazy I mean, down The Vikings are 7-3, and three, so it's yeah. really tough to catch them. Yeah. And so you're like, there's not a lot of options. You're fighting. Yeah, basically you're fighting against the Vikings or the Seahawks. Yeah, which doesn't look like a good chance. No, you're already four games back. Uh, th- well, if it's only- the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. So you're not getting the first wild card. No, probably not. So you're looking at your in-division rival, which it's yes. easier to catch, but still. Yeah. But, so you got – are these the two offenses that have been the most disappointing so far this season? The Bears and the Rams? Yeah, but I could have told you the Rams was going to struggle. Yeah. Because they don't have a running back. No, Gurley's not healthy. Henderson hasn't looked like he can uh, make the transition from college to the NFL like a lot of people thought he would. It's weird that going from Memphis to the NFL can't make the transition. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Uh, who's the, Malcolm Brown? Is that the other guy? Maybe they should have kept that one running back that they had that did really well for them. C.J. Anderson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is he even on the team? Last I saw was the Lions, but I don't even know. No, they cut him, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This game, over under 32 points, would you take the over or the under? Under. Yeah. I don't know what the over-under is. I'm guessing it's probably like 39, 40. I'd probably go under. Yeah. Oh, and this is the Sunday night game. Can they flex it out? I don't want, I don't want this to be a primetime game. Bears at the Rams? This should not be a primetime game. 
No, but I think it's too early in this. I don't think you can flex them out yet. I don't even know. I did probably I, not because they've already had some bad ones. I thought but. they already did. They flexed out the Seahawks in Week Twelve. They took them out of it. Yeah, because uh, I'll look at who they're playing here in a sec. The over under for Bears Rams is forty one. Oh, I'm going under. Yeah, um, under almost it was twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here if I can get. Anderson to... did play for Detroit this year. Okay, yeah. two games at least. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think he got cut. Yeah, Week One and Two. So. Um. Maybe he'll end up back. Yeah, Seahawks hey. Eagles got flexed out of Sunday night. That's weird. Uh, there is a good game that week now on Sunday night. I think uh, they flexed in Green Bay Niners. That's why eight and two, eight and one. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense, but it's still annoying because it's like I think they did it because of Seahawks and Eagles are both big markets, but the Packers are. What the third biggest market? Yeah, they also got they're the one and two seed right now. Yeah, you kind of have, kind of have to do it. I guess, but yeah. yeah. So Bears or Rams? Who disappoints you least and wins this game? Probably have to go Rams win it. I think the Rams do also because the Bears barely beat the Lions with a backup quarterback in. When you only beat Jeff Driscoll by seven points, Jeff Driscoll doesn't sound like a quarterback name. No. Sounds like a chocolate maker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not where I thought you were going with that. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, Patriots-Eagles. That'll be the next game. Super Bowl rematch. I guess I don't really like when people say that, especially when it's not the season before. No, yeah. It's yeah. Not, um, even rematch sometimes. Like, it's not the same team. Sometimes. Yeah, everybody's different. Uh, kind of a big game for the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles are in a fight for the division lead, which is the only shot to get to the playoffs. Uh, yeah. They have the same chance as the Rams. Yeah. I guess it does help that they are in the NFC East, so they still get... I think they still get the Giants and the Skins one more time. That'd be good for them. Oh, no, they get the Giants twice and the Skins once. And the Dolphins. Oh, so they have a pretty good... But they also have Patriots, Hawks, Cowboys. So they got three tough games and four easier games. Yeah, but Cowboys have not looked good anymore. Besides that game where they took it to the Eagles. Yes. Yeah. So this is an afternoon game on Sunday at home for the Eagles, which should help. Uh, it, it seems like the Eagles are starting to get healthier, which is good. Um, yeah, it helps that have receivers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and mm. I think I think it is going to be a, an important facet to watch for the rest of the season with New England. Can their offensive line hold up with all the injuries they've had? Because they just keep having guys go down with injuries. And it seems like the Eagles usually have a pretty good defensive line. That was really loud. Yeah, also, are they actually as good as their record? The Patriots? Yeah. Because what is it? They had the easiest eight-game stretch or something in NFL history? Yeah. I guess like, I guess that wouldn't be the true because the Bills had an easier strength to schedule. But Oh, no, it was the, they played the worst offenses. In an eight-game stretch. Oh, yeah, yeah. because, well, I think the last time I was on here, we went through the quarterbacks. They it was terrible. Against, it was like 
Uh, these aren't quarterbacks. These are backups. Yeah, it was like the best quarterback they played was Ryan Fitzpatrick or something ridiculous. I think there was no, one no, good it, quarterback. It was the Bills. Josh Allen was the best quarterback. I think that was yeah. the best quarterback they'd played at the time. Yeah, it's not good for them. And it's, it hasn't proved much. No, and the Patriots have like it's it's totally different the second half of the season, or at least the next few weeks with who they have to play at quarterback. Because you're going Lamar, Carson Wentz, Dak, um, Deshaun Watson, and Patrick Mahomes. That is a rough five-week stretch of quarterbacks to play. You're playing, what, five of the top 12 quarterbacks in the NFL? Yeah. I, I would put Wentz up there. Wentz, yeah. Yeah. Dak. Dak's in the top 12. It doesn't matter. Top 10 is all that matters. <laughs> nice. Ah, brought That's a it back. Well done. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of, that's uh, power rankings that ESPN has up. Who's number 11? Because that team does not matter. Let's see who it is. Who do you think it is? Uh, Wouldn't it be funny if it was the Cowboys? Oh, they're 11th. They're, or, sorry, they're 10th, so uh, they do matter. They moved up a spot. The Rams are 11th, uh, so they don't matter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I wish it would have been the Cowboys. I was so close. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway. So the Patriots, we're going to see if that defense is is great or if it's just good. Yes, because right now everyone thinks it's so great. I'm like, yeah, we'll see. They got shredded by the Ravens. Like, they got dominated. Dominated. And that game could have been a way bigger blowout than it was. Yeah. I won't hold that one against them just because no one's been able to stop. No. No one's no been one. able to do anything. So. Yeah, but so they got they got their work cut out for them. At least they get to finish the season easy with Bengals, Bills, Dolphins. And they wonder why they make the playoffs every year. All right, so one thing I do need to say about that, like I hate the Patriots more than most people because the Ravens losing to them twice in the AFC Championship. So the Patriots have a worse winning percentage against the teams in their own division than they do against the rest of the NFL. Well, that's just sad enough for them. But it hits like 783 to 787 or something, so it's super close. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it, their division does suck, but they just beat everybody the same. Yeah, and everyone in the AFC sucks too, so. Hey now. Oh, wait. <laughs> My team's good. You can't say that the AFC is not like. Oh, no, the AFC is worse. They're always bottom garbage. Not always, well, but the, the last the bottom, five. Like, oh, the bottom yeah. has just been garbage. Like, But the way I used to remember it, because this is how it was 10 years ago or whatever, it was the awesome football conference and the not very good football conference, AFC, NFC. Mm-hmm. But now it's like the awful football conference and. I don't know a good word that starts with the N. Like, the nice. naughty. <laughs> the nice football conference. Um, yeah. So you do you think the Eagles won this game, or do you think the, the Patriots take it? I'm, I'm going Eagles. Because they're a little more desperate. Huh? Which Patriots it does here. matter at this point in the season. It does. They need a win here. Could put them into the playoffs. What? What I worry about is it's the Patriots coming off a bye after getting their butts kicked. And I would not want to be playing Bill Belichick after getting his butt kicked coming off a bye. Yeah, it's true. At least it's in Philly, so maybe that helps. Like, if they were going into New England, I'd give them no chance. Philly's won a couple in a row now. And they're feeling Getting frisky? Getting frisky. Eagle! That too. <laughs> All right, so last game of the week we're going to preview... Speaking of that, I was just watching Remember the Titans for a game. Nice. 
Todd Turk. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. I always forget he's in that movie. Yeah, I was like, hey, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> I know him. All right, so last game is Texans-Ravens, and this is a big game for potentially the two-seed in the AFC. Yeah, um, well, Ravens potentially one-seed. Yeah, if they can catch the Patriots. They only game out, so. Yeah. Um, so right now, yeah, whoever wins this game will be the two-seed because uh, if Houston wins, both teams will be seven and three, but they'll have the tiebreaker. And it, the Ravens will have played the Patriots, the Texans, and the Chiefs so far this season. So if they can come out with a win here, to be two and three against those teams would be pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's going to be. It, it should be a really exciting game to watch because you have two of the most athletic quarterbacks. But I'll be interested to see how the Ravens handle Watson. Um, I saw that they blitz more than any other team in football, almost 50% of the time, because they don't have a good defensive line. Like, they can't get pressure, so they have to bring other people. Yeah. Which they've been able to do. But it's kind of tough to do that against Deshaun. I mean, it worked against Russell Wilson. I mean, it helps that you have a good secondary. So yeah. Can... And now that they're healthy. Yeah. Because um, Jimmy Smith's back. On Warsaw's back, like they're starting to get healthier. But um, I guess it all depends on can Marlon Humphrey stagnate DeAndre Hopkins because that's going to be he's he's done really well so far this year. Keeps shutting yeah. down top guys. Um, can he t- shut down one? Shut down the best, the best probably the best because I think t- to me the three best receivers. In football, are DeAndre, Julio, and Michael Thomas? Yeah. Am I forgetting somebody? I feel like there's... I'm probably forgetting somebody. Uh... I feel like you're forgetting somebody, but I can't think of it now. I was going to say Thomas, but then Julio... It's Julio, Thomas, and DeAndre, right? Lockett's not a top three. No. AJ Green's not healthy anymore, so he's not a top three. Yeah, he's... Um, I'm trying to go through the divisions quickly. I'm not putting Tyreek Hill up there. Nope. Uh, I don't think. Not Juju. Uh, I don't think I'm forgetting anybody, am I? Yeah. It's really hard to. G- oh, maybe Devontae Adams? I don't think he's in the no, same not, class. Not quite yet. Uh, I don't think I'm forgetting anybody. I think it's those three, right? Yeah, for some reason, I feel like there's another one, but like, yeah, I can't think of it either. DJ Shark? <laughs> no. Um, so I guess, is this game going to come down to... Well, the one thing that's been rough with the Ravens is their run defense. So could Carlos Hyde have a good game? He just ran for 160 yards in the uh, Texans last game. I think Duke. Who... Doesn't get any carries ever. He gets carries and he makes the most of them every time. Just needs more of them. I'm trying to look up his stats Dang, to see his for carries. Ten years, it feels like. Seven carries, three carries, seven carries in the last three weeks. And like five yards carry every time. Uh, two yards, point three yards, five yards. <laughs> <laughs> five yards last time. Okay, whatever. Um, he has. How many? He has fifty-four attempts on the year. Yeah, he just gets that, enough. That's not good. <laughs> he never gets enough. No. 
I just, I think pretty sure Hyde's whole goal in his career is to ruin, to him. ruin Duke Johnson Jr. At least you will never see carries. <laughs> at least when they were on the Browns, like that, it didn't make sense there because Hyde was having a bad year. Like Duke Johnson should get the ball. Yeah, but now Carlos Hyde's doing well. Yeah. Yeah, the last two weeks are 19 for 83, 19 for 160. Yeah, Tearing up the Jags is, is a that's, good game. That's a good game, yeah. yeah. That was weird. Oh, that's why. Um, I, don't know, I, f- I feel fairly confident that the Ravens can win this game. Um, it's in Baltimore, I think. Oh, the Ravens signed Demonte Pecco. That's a big dude. Uh, D line. Yeah, the D tackle. Tech, cool. Texans. He used to play for. Uh, no, I thought he played on the. I don't know who he played for. Bengals. I wanted to say the Bengals, but did he really play next to Geno Atkins? I can't remember. The name sounds like no. Oh, I, I didn't realize he's been in the league that long. This is his fourteenth season. He's going to be thirty-five in a couple weeks. Oh. I did not know that either. Oh, yeah. He played in Cincinnati for 11 years. Hmm. I, did, I just didn't think he was next to Atkins for that long. I don't remember that. And he was in Denver the last two years. Hmm. He hasn't played this year. Don't know why. Hmm. Maybe just because he's old. Probably. Waiting for a team that looked like they were good and maybe going to the playoffs to sign. Yeah. It's like, I'm old. I'm not going to be playing in the early year. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this game is in Baltimore. It's a morning game. Um, I feel pretty comfortable saying the Ravens are going to win this game. I think so. What do you think the line is? I don't. I don't have it up. I'll have to look here in a second. But um, I'd say Ravens by five and a half. Are they at home? Yeah, it's in Baltimore. Oh. Seven and a half. Four. So the only think the Ravens are a point better than the Texans. So I think that'll do it for the previews this week, unless you have anything else. No, I just kind of thought they were going to – they might be jumping on the bandwagon and bets might be – Yeah. But no, I guess not. All right, well, before we get to gambling, I wanted to let you know that we have been enjoying a tasty beverage tonight on the podcast from Overflow Taps. Overflow Taps has their own podcast. It's called the Overflow Taps Craft Experience, where they get together and talk about beer. Um, you can make sure to check that out on your favorite podcasting site, provider, provider, favorite podcast provider. I guess that's what you want to go with. It's provider. Yeah. If you want to go with that, I guess. And what I love about Overflow is that for every pint you buy, uh, $0.25 cents is put towards building wells in Africa to help bring water to people over there. Um, they've raised a ton of money and built a ton of wells towards that, so it's a pretty cool program they got. Um, you should make sure to send them a DM on social media and mention our podcast. Um, if you do that and mention our podcast and their podcast to make sure you're listening, you get entered into win a Seattle Seahawks merchandise package at the end of the football season. So it's kind of a nice way to get rewarded for supporting both of us. All yeah. of us. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. And tonight's beer is the Stone Ghost Hammer IPA. 
from Stone Brewing down in California. It's not as strong as the one I had last time, which is good for everybody. <laughs> but it is still, it's really good. I like it. Yeah, it's a good one. It's, it's smooth. Went with the IPA because I know you're a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually what I drink. Yeah. And I like the name Stone Ghost. Kind of stands out. It's like a Stone Ghost Hammer. Oh, is that like a Stone Cold Hammer in 30 years? And is it just like from the past? I was thinking, like, is it Thor? It's a ghost coming back with his hammer. Oh, it could be. <laughs> it was a lot better than the other option for an IPA, which is the obnoxious car rental, which I just cannot drink a beer that's named that. No. I'm, I'm sure it's good. Yeah. yeah it's I haven't good. had anything bad at Overflow, but I just... I'd like the obnoxious car rental, please. No, thanks. No, that just... Sounds a little obnoxious. Scares me. <laughs> I need to rent a car. Oh, wait. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So tonight's beer is the Stone Ghost Hammer, brought to you by Overflow. So make sure to go support Overflow, and thank you for the beer. Uh, we'll finish up with gambling. So the first one this week is Jets at Redskins, and it's a pick 'em. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So because the Jets, they've been playing well the last couple weeks. So to say they're three points better than the Redskins is probably right. Yeah, maybe. I think it, it helps that Darnold is back. It's really made a big difference for them, besides the Patriots game. Yeah. Um, but also, Dwayne Haskins is starting for the Redskins. I don't know if that's good or bad. I'd probably say that's it's a, a push. That's a could be good, could be bad. Yeah. It's, it'll be nice to get him experience. But he's young, so he can, you know. Yeah. Could but be I, good and have a really good game, or it just could be awful. And- yeah. But I think, at least, I'm going Jets on this one. I like how the Jets have looked lately. Um, yeah, it's on the road, but from New York to D.C., it's not that far. It's not like it's really a road game. It's a couple hours by no. car. So I'm going Jets here just because I like the way their offense and even their defenses look decent. Yeah, I went uh, Redskins. Just hoping? Trying to catch up in Gamma? <sighs> yeah, a little bit. That's I'm going fine. with the rookie quarterback, and I'm going with the the veteran running back. And they just got back the other running back. Oh yeah, Gucci, Gucci. It, it's guys, but guys. I was like, I thought it's guys. Yeah, it's guys. G U I C E. It's guys. But the Gooch. It, yeah, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Do you think he plays the ukulele? Yes. All right, that's cool. <laughs> He's my favorite running back now. If he doesn't, he needs to learn. Yes, he does. Make it happen. They need to sign a guy named Ted. They can be in the backfield together. They need to find a fullback named Ted. I don't think they have one. I wonder if they have a doctor. Doctor? Named Jan Yitor. (laughs) (laughs) Plays bongos. Bongo Monday. Nice. (laughs) All right. So we're, we're, we're different on that one. I'm going Jets. You're going Skins. Uh, next up, we talked about this game in the previews. is Patriots at Eagles, and the Patriots are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, you said you like the Eagles, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm going Patriots on that one. Uh, then the last one is Broncos at Vikings, and Vikings are nine-and-a-half-point favorites here, and I think their defense is good enough that they're going to be able to take apart Brandon Allen, that he's not going to have the kind of game he had last week, no, which good. he got lucky anyway. Because that Noah Fant touchdown should not have been a touchdown. Like, anyone who knows how to make a tackle would have brought him down. 
I know he's a big athletic dude, but they just fear him. Yeah. <laughs> so I think the Vikings can win by ten here. Yeah, me too. It'll probably be a twenty-three to ten game or something like that. I mean, that Kirk Cousin guy—he's amazing. So he's actually been pretty good this yeah, season. I know. Yeah. All right. Um, so it's a reminder to bet 110 to win 100 so far in the year. Alex is trying to keep up with me. I'm 20 and 10. Alex is 18 and 12. The other guys don't matter because they're not here. Um, so they're losers. So don't listen to them. Listen to me and Alex, and you will be up a little bit, which is good. Good job, Alex. Yay. Uh, <laughs> uh, go check out the House of Hoodies. They just redid their website. It looks a lot cleaner and smoother now. Use promo code SHATS. Get 15% off your order. Um, I like their hoodies. I got a Lamar one. I think it looks nice. Not too pricey, which is nice. They keep you warm. Um, it's a nice way to support your team when it's cold out. Be able to have a what looks like a jersey on, but still stay warm, which is kind of nice. Um, and I think that's going to do it for this week. You got anything to say? No. Someday I'll get one if I find the right jersey for the Saints. Yeah. No one yet. No? No one grabs your heartstrings? All right. Mandalorian. <laughs> 